Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. The Bible didn't say get even, said pray. Pray for those that despitefully use you. The way you get even is by praying for them. And let God take care of them. We are to pray, and this is one that you need to get hold that the Lord of Harvest will send laborers across the path of those that need to be born again. It does no good to pray, Lord, save so-and-so. Lord, save them. Hey, he died on the cross to save them. He's already done all he can do toward getting them saved. But what did the Word of God? The Word says, pray the Lord of harvest that he will send laborers. Thank you for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. It's good to know you're back with us. We enjoy ministering to you through God's Word. Ken Hagan is continuing his great message, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. When we come back, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer, the Overflow Package. It's full of good things for you. Right now, let's join Ken Hagan for today's message. A lot of people say, well, I pray here and I pray there. Hey, write it down. You know, in time management sometimes, people say, well, I don't have time to do this, and I don't have time to do that, and I don't have time to do that. But when they really start writing down what they do and so forth and so on, they really begin to see how much time they do waste. And people a lot of times say, well, I, I pray, I pray. But when you really start writing it down, how much you really pray, you find out you ain't praying much at all. <laughs> and then, a last kind of prayer that's not going to be answered is an ambitious prayer that you're praying for yourself at the expense of others. He said, what in the world are you talking about? Well, turn to Mark 10. Mark 10. Mark chapter 10. Now look at this. James and John came to the master saying, we want you to do for us what we desire. And I want you to notice, you, you quote, the, well, the, the Bible says, we can have the desires of our heart. Well, yes and no. They desired something here, and Jesus told them they couldn't have it. They desired for one of them to set it to the right hand, and one of them to set it to the left hand of the Father. And then looking down here in verse 41, or set it Jesus' right hand and one in his left hand. That's what they wanted. In verse 41, And when the ten heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. See, it caused problem in the disciples. It was causing a separation and a division in the disciples because you got two of them that wanted to be promoted above all the rest of them and at all the rest of them's expense. And Jesus told him, he said, he said, I can't answer this prayer. Number one, you know, you, you don't deserve to sit there and so forth and so on. But he went on to say, he that humble himself shall be exalted, but he that exalts himself shall be abased. You go around trying to exalt yourself, and you're not going to receive anything. 
In fact, if you're trying to exalt yourself and you do make it, according to the Word of God, that's the only reward you're going to get for it. It's what you get down here. Now, I did not say you could not pray for promotion. I said ambitious prayer at the expense of others. Your ambition for promotion is at the expense of somebody else. That's the kind of prayer. How many understand what I'm saying to you? But have you seen that people have prayed for the things that I've just talked about? Huh? Yeah. So what I want you to understand is we can pray to be promoted. We can pray to receive from God, but not at the expense of somebody else. You understand what I'm saying to you? Now what do we pray for then? We pray for the Holy Spirit to have His way in our life, to be a part of us, to move in us and on us and through us. We are to pray for those that despitefully use us. Matthew 5, 44 says that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to pray for them. I'm not going to tell you what. If they think they're going to get away with that, they got nothing thought coming. The Bible didn't say get even, said pray. Pray for those that despitefully use you. The way you get even is by praying for them and let God take care of them. We are to pray, and this is one that you need to get hold that the Lord of harvest will send laborers across the path of those that need to be born again. It does no good to pray, Lord, save so-and-so. Lord, save them. Hey, he died on the cross to save them. He's already done all he can do toward getting them saved. But what did the Word of God? The Word says, pray the Lord of harvest that he will send laborers. The way to get your kinfolk saved is begin to pray that the Lord will send somebody across their path that will witness to them, that they will listen to. Pray that the Lord will send laborers across the path of people so that they'll be saved, born again. Now, here is where you're going to have to be sensitive because somebody may be praying and you may be the laborer. And you're praying for the Lord to send laborers and they may be the laborer that you're praying for. See, while you're praying that the Lord will send laborers, you get yourself ready to be a laborer. Hello? Now, what else are we to pray for? We are to pray for the brethren. The Bible says to pray one for another, doesn't it? Now, I in no wise and in no way going to cover everything we have to pray for, but I'm just covering a few things, okay? We are to pray for the protection and safety for those that are ministering the Word of God. When Peter was in prison, expected to be executed in the morning, it was when the church prayed that he was set free and delivered. 
we need to continue to remember pray for our missionaries. We ought to be praying for them. We ought to be praying for all of the ministers that have gone out from this place. Do you realize that for I don't know how many months, every service, we prayed and sent somebody out to minister, to start a church, to be an associate pastor, to be a children's minister, to be a youth minister, to go to be missionaries. It's our responsibility to pray for them. We are to pray for those in authority. Pray for the kings and all those in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in godliness and honesty. 1 Timothy 2.2 Pray for those that are in authority. That's your president, your congress, your senators, your governors, your state senators and congressmen, your mayor, Policemen, all those in authority. Okay? Then we are to pray that we would be counted worthy to stand before Christ that is coming. Luke 21, 36. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. We are to pray for the healing of the sick. James 5, 14. You know what that says? It's called for elders of church, let them pray over them, anointing with all, so forth and so on. So, as we can see, I've named you several things that we shouldn't pray for, and I've named you several things that we should pray for. Now, I want you to notice that starting with John 14, he begins to talk, John 14, John 15, then into John 16. He begins to talk to his disciples and those about he's going and he's going to send another comforter and so forth and so on. And he reiterates about praying. In John 14, he says, uh, whatsoever, in John 14, 13, whatsoever shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified. Then he goes on here in 16, 23, and he says, and in that day ye shall ask me nothing, for verily I say unto you, that whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he shall give it to you. Hitherto you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full, or may be made full. Now, I want you to notice that Jesus now, in this discourse, he's begun to reveal the fact that he is to become our mediator, our intercessor, our advocate, and so forth and so on. He is leaving. He has been here personally on the earth with them. And he is leaving. And he said that he's going to send another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. Now, he stands 
between us and the Father. I think you understand that, don't you? That Jesus stands between us and the Father. And when the Father sees us, he sees us through Jesus. That's the only way that we are righteous. He could not look on us any other way if he did not see us through the blood that was shed through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He sees us through Jesus. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Overflow Package. These tools are designed to lead you into the overflowing goodness of God where you're destined to live above life's limits. So if you feel like you've been missing out on God's best, you can change that. Call 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499. Or 1-888-FAITH-99 to order the overflow package. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We're going to be in Living Faith's Crusade October the 12th through the 14th at New Brunsville, Texas, Tree of Life Church. Pastors Don and Jessamy Duncan. And then we're going to go over to Seminole, Texas. On Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's right. October the 15th through the 17th at Family Harvest Church. Pastor Todd and Daphne DeLay. It's going to be a great time. That's Come out right. and be with us. We're originally from Texas anyway, uh-huh. so we grew up there. So yes. a lot of we know a lot of people in Texas. So come on out and be with us. That's right. Tomorrow, Ken Hagen continues his series on prayer, the power plant of the church. We'll pick up with this great message then on Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. 